everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Bird in the Wings. I'm your host, Kelly Strickland. I say that this is a new episode, but it's actually an episode from the vault. I have referenced this before, but just before COVID in um, late February, early March 2020, we did record a couple of Bird in the Wings that never made it Um, to publication. This is one of them and it's a good time to release it now because the conversation is with three young artists who are members of the Youth Arts Initiative at the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Green Bay. If you're not familiar with the Youth Arts Initiative at the club, it's a really tremendous program where kids have an opportunity to go deep with some um, real uh, training skills development uh, and of course creative expression through digital media, graphic design, dance. Uh, They have a lot going on over there. So this particular conversation was with three young artists uh, at the time. Let's see, Tegan was in fourth grade, so now fifth grade, uh, fourth grader Talson, and seventh grader Josiah. At the time, they had just completed one of their four comic books, um, but in this year of COVID, they have raised the bar for themselves even further, and they created a graphic novel called Drawing from Our Lives, Our Origin Stories. They're accompanied by the professional professional teaching artist who works with these students. His name is Craig Nitt, and he is a, a, a artist who lives in the region. Um, he describes himself as a performer. Um, he is a filmmaker, an artist, and a teacher. He's the founder, actually, of the local film festival, Wildwood. So I get a chance to talk with these three young artists about what they get out of these creative endeavors, Um, and it's a good time to be pushing it out to you all as they have this new graphic novel uh, that is forthcoming, Drawing from Our Lives. So here is my conversation with Tegan, Talson, and Josiah. right here. If you could uh, tell us your name and what grade you are and um, well let's just start with that. Let's just start with your name and what grade you are. Okay my name is Tegan and I'm in fourth grade. My name is Talson and and I'm in third grade. My name is Josiah and I'm in sixth grade. I'm Mr. Craig. I'm in second grade. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Craig is not in second grade for our listeners. (laughs) Soon I will be. (laughs) So so this is exciting. I am looking at this issue. Uh, It's the fourth issue of an, is it annual, an annual comic book? What we've done is um, we got a grant from the Wallace Foundation uh, for our youth arts initiative. And ultimately, the Wallace Foundation wanted to give us some money. Um, They were generous with their their, uh, grant that they gave to see if the arts were a good thing for kids in an after-school setting. And guess what we found? 
Get we found out that what what do you guys think? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. found out that the arts are really good, but now we also have a couple of phone book thick documents that really uh, register all that data. So we had an independent group coming in uh, doing research on what we were doing. And did you, Josiah, were you ever interviewed for that? Um, I don't think so. So you were maybe as we were as it was kind of finishing, but when? your brother was interviewed, yeah. your mom was interviewed, yes. your sister was interviewed. Yes. Um, so it, it was just a really neat way of finding how effective the arts can be, and I'm just so pleased with the results that we have. So we've done four comics so far over the five-year period that we've had it. Um, the first year we made um, a Monster Crash game that the kids did. Um, did you make any of those cards? No. You would have been really little back yeah. then. So that would have been. We're working like, on a new set. We're working on a new set for that right now too, which is really yes. exciting. Um, we also have made calendars, but for a calendar, it's really, they look so beautiful, but they only live for a year. Yeah. And so if you look at the centerfold of that comic right now, that is from our calendar that we did from, with, uh, kind of, we took pictures from the new zoo and the, the Bay Beach Animal Sanctuary. And then the kids did those drawings. And then these and are drawings like, of the wildlife. They're really beautiful. The colors are really vibrant. They're very detailed. Absolutely. The drawings are very detailed. So but, so before we, um, we'll put a link in the comments to that Wallace Foundation study, which you can find online. And I will tell you, it is compelling, fascinating information. But we have the real life stuff here. We have the yeah. actual youth artists. And that's who we're interested in talking to today um, so I'm looking at, at your uh, publication Animal Tales um, and if you don't mind a couple of you have bios in here so I'm just I'm gonna read these bios if you don't mind Tegan you're gonna be my first victim <laughs> Tegan is an ambitious young artist who who Ooh, who tells new creators, oh, who tells new creators to be unique and stand out from the crowd. Never be afraid to be experimental, all while keeping yourself under control. Are those things that you feel like you've discovered or learned while you've been in the Youth Arts Initiative at the Boys and Girls Club? Yes. Yeah? Definitely. So what, what does be unique mean to you? Basically, or be experimental. Um, you can do normal things that you would usually do, but oftentimes I try and do different things than I would usually do. Yeah. That takes some courage, don't you think? Yeah. Have you always been that way, or do you feel like you've become more so that way? I think I've become more that way. Yeah. So can you think back... Um, on something that maybe you felt nervous about trying or trying to do differently, and then you did so, and it felt pretty good. Talk, um, about, talk about your drawing that you're working on right now, too. That's pretty cool. So I'm, one day I was just doing a drawing exercise, and Craig had a Coca-Cola can uh -huh. in his room. So I drew that, and I shaded it, and it was just a still life. So then um, I came up with this idea, like, what if I could make a whole page of different bottles or cans. So Craig brought in other bottles of different drinks. and Did I, I, did I bring them in or were they in my room already? <laughs> or did he just pick up the garbage? Yeah, <laughs> um, so he just tidied I up. I found some 
and um, I'm I drew them and so now they're on a big page and I'm shading more than one and so you have kind of a collection mm -hmm. started yeah very cool and Talison what about you when did you start drawing um well I was in Craig's room when I was about seven but I started drawing that's, when I was that's about pretty young too that's worth really noting. Wrong. Yeah. So I think the youngest kid I had was six, but Talison came in with her sister, and ah. um, that was that was awesome. And I think I started drawing when I was about like five. Oh, okay. So you kind of arrived with an interest in drawing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and how has it? Um, how have you been able to learn new things or grow as an artist? Well, when I was younger, I would draw, like, different things than I draw now. I would draw, like, sloppy things, but now I can draw, like, detailed things. Oh, okay. So you've learned technique, yeah. I guess, right? Like, you've, you've developed your skill set. Yeah. Do either of you, Tegan or Talison, do you, per do you participate in other art forms besides drawing? Or is that really where you kind of focus your attention? Um, I, right now at my house, I'm working on a drawing with watercolor pencils, and I have two acrylic paint sets that I use a lot, but. So different forms. That's a universal symbol for dancing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dancing, too. I, I do dance. I've been doing dance for seven years now. Uh, okay, so you're multi, you're multifaceted. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Talison? Do you are you primarily a visual artist? Yeah. Yeah. Like I do a lot of art at home. And um I always have like a sketchbook with me if I feel like I need to like draw something down so I can remember it. Do you find yourself in that situation a lot where you yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I have to get that down? Yeah. Like give me an example of something like that. Well, like whenever I'm like outside, I always have my sketchbook. So say I found a really cool bird and I want to draw it down so like I'll remember it. Oh, so you capture, like, some important details, but then you might return to it yeah. later. I see. That's smart. I'm going to loop in our third artist here, uh, Josiah. And Josiah also has a, um, a bio in our edition of Animal Tales. And his says, Josiah is an always pleasant young artist. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> always pleasant. And likes creating comics and titles. Is that what that says? Titles? He tells new artists to never throw away the work that they do. Why is that? It's just because if you have, say if you have like a piece of paper and you drew like a, a monster or something odd. Okay. And then you make something good, but it needs something in it. Then yeah. you could put that thing in it. You never know when you're going to need it. Yeah. <laughs> you might just need it all of a sudden. And so do you keep everything you draw? Yeah. You both, uh, do you keep everything at the club or you keep, keep it at home? Club. Everything at the club. Yeah. You're going to need to clean that up. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Craig always saves stuff that he thinks could have potential. Like when we were still doing the jokes, he saw like we went through all the paper piles and like if... We showed him, like, oh, what about this paper? If he thought, oh, yeah, someone could probably finish that for a joke, let's keep that. Yeah. So we had a whole, like, probably about this thick pile of papers that were going to be used for comics. Well, and that's so smart, Josiah, because that, I mean, professional artists work that way. You know, yeah. they, that's why you'll go to a museum 
and for our most famous artists, you'll actually see like the little sketches, you know, where they just started having an idea and then you'll see different iterations of it. So how about you? How, oh wait, it, I have to add, Josiah's favorite animal is a Yeti or a wolf. <laughs> or a wolf. Because Yetis, Yetis are particularly real, so. Yetis are what real? Not really real. real. Oh, not really real? Yeah, so. <laughs> so you've got know. one uh, imaginative yeah, favorite animal yeah. and one real animal. Okay, I gotcha. And what about you? Do you limit yourself to the visual arts or do you participate in other kinds of arts as well? Um, probably visual. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing that you could tell someone um, about how being an artist has changed you or made you a different person, um, what would you tell them? How has it impacted well, your life? It makes me calm. Mm. Like, it doesn't make me like, oh... When I was little, I used to be, like, really energetic, like, really, really energetic. Now I'm, like, calm, not, like, running around the room. Well, Craig has little people in. <laughs> little kids in. Little leprechauns. In his room, and they're really energetic, but most of the time I'm calm, so are they. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really focused thing. Yeah, because usually, like, there's a couple people sitting at a table, and then there's, like, this huge group of people who are just, like, mo most the loudness of the yeah. room. And then we're just sitting there drawing, like, quietly talking, and then just, like, they're just over there being super loud. I have to tell you that as you guys are talking about it and describing that kind of calm and focus, it's actually calming me down. <laughs> I've had a really hectic day, and as I'm listening to you talk about it, I'm like, oh, that does that act of just, like, paying really attention to small details. That's really lovely. What about you, Talison? What do you feel like, how has art kind of changed you as a person? Well, like, I was also, like, really bored when I was younger, so I feel like art has taken up most of my life so I'm not bored anymore yeah it's never ending right I mean there's no no end this young lady was also a part of an award-winning film that um, what what uh, you were your third place last year yeah. at Scotty Wood which is the Green Bay's film festival for kids yeah so what what uh, tell them a little yeah, bit tell, about that. tell me about the well, film me and my sister made a movie called our dumber movie where like we came up with like really good ideas but the other person called them dumb uh-huh and every time we told a different um like movie idea they would say that's even dumber i gotcha and then would you sort of reenact these dumb ideas yeah. okay i get it i can see was it funny yeah it sounds like it could be very funny what i'm sensing about all three of you is that you kind of have a um you you give off the sense that you're a, that you have well maybe I said it earlier like this bravery about trying things and expressing things and that I find is not always the case with people your age do you yeah. agree with that yes. yeah. yeah do you feel do you do you think that your experience as part of the youth arts initiative has made you different at all from your classmates probably uh yeah probably Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. how much you guess so? Um, I don't know. Sometimes there's like 
already kids in our class who kind of do the same things, but, like, independently, like, at their house and stuff. So then they can kind of relate on things to us. And then, like, a lot of times in my class, like, we, like, um, we tell them, like, there's a lot of kids in my class who have that, like, they do stuff like this at home, and I'm always giving them, like, tips that other people have told me, so I'm like, oh, you should try this, stuff like that. So in some ways, it kind of gives you a deeper skill level just because you're getting a lot of input and help from people. But also it strikes me, you know, the visual arts can be a little bit lonely, right? They can be a little bit isolated. Um, But it's kind of cool that you guys have, you're all visual artists, but like you have a community that you are making these kind of, even though as I'm looking through you know, the comic book, each of these strips is an individual effort, but you're kind of making it in a community of people. That's very, very cool. We like, we like to help people. Like, we like to make people happy. Like, yeah. Yeah, recently we did the memory project, and we got um, pictures yeah. from kids from Nigeria, I think. Oh, um, yeah, I think we, that and was, we thank you for bringing that up. we did a self-portrait of them, and they they did um i wasn't there but they did another one and there was a video and you could just see like how happy the kids were and they're just like they got to see pictures of themselves and they're all orphans or refugees so So. photographs were sent to you and then you guys did actual drawings portraits of them Mm -hmm. and sent them back that's really beautiful it just like touches the heart kind of yeah it, it, the video that they sent us, it, it is a bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. I know a couple of the kids that watched the it, they're first like, Mr. Craig, oh, there's something in my eye. The first time I watched it, I almost cried. Cause it, uh, it's sweet. It's it, very sweet. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't happen a lot in the world. Like, they're going through war, and it's like, they're going through, like, really bad stuff. So it's like, we make them feel better about themselves. Yeah. I. Uh, this might be, like deep or whatever but there is something about someone taking the time to draw a portrait of you that can make you feel really seen do do you know what I mean like that comfort of someone really looking at you and seeing you and appreciating you yeah because like when you do a portrait you have to pay attention to the smallest the smallest details right so you can make it most accurate yeah do any of you experiment with abstract art or do you feel like you... I've tried before, but... It's hard. Yeah. It is what hard. do you think is hard about it? It's just, like, really detailed. It's really what? Very detailed. It's detailed, but not detailed at the same yeah. time. Oh. I don't really know. It's like you have to get thin lines, but they're hard. Yeah? Are they hard because there's no predetermined way that they're supposed yeah. to be drawn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the background that you created... For the for the graphic novel was I would say very abstract, so was that hard or was that? It was like it was time consuming. Well, yeah, sometimes. But it was like easier, but like harder at the same time. So easier, I'm gonna I'm gonna make guesses and you tell me if I'm correct. Easier because in some ways there's no right or wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But harder because. There's no outside clues as to where exactly you're supposed to be going. It all has to come from inside, right? Your own own imagination. In art class, we did an abstract art piece that was a painting, 
and um, so the piece of paper was actually just a circle, and we had to make our own little um, community. It was like um, houses. I forgot which artist we were basing it off of, but um, and she always did like little pictures of houses and they were always like a lot of times the windows connected into a face so there's squares and then like if there was a sun or a moon that had a little face and then like the houses were always tilted and then there were trees and we actually made our own based them off of her oh that sounds really beautiful so this was someone someone shared this artist's work with you or you were working with the artist herself art teacher um pulled up a lot of pictures of her art. I gotcha. So we had um for two weeks we do art once a week. So for two weeks we were studying how she did her art and what what she, what was different from other artists so we can know what to try and do on our art piece. So here's a question. You you raise kind of an interesting point, Tegan, that at school you might have art once a week, right? Yeah. That's not the case for me. I doodle on all of my papers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have little drawings all over the place. And if you were to ask my teacher, he would say, yep, there's doodles on every, every, one of your every one of your papers. But if you, let's just say that you didn't have access to the club and the Youth Arts Initiative and Mr. Craig and all of these resources that you have, can you imagine um, how would you feel about art if you had it once a week like what might be different i would probably go home and do art then you think so yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i do a lot of art at home already i feel like it would increase how much art i do at home mm -hmm. because i already hate that we don't have art more than one day at school because we have every other special more than one day during the week uh, yeah. so it's kind of like I know I can't change it. I know I can't do anything about it, but I just wish we had more. Yeah. Because it's like so, it's such a change of pace from any other special or class. Yeah, it really changes how your brain works. Mm -hmm. right? It's a good break. Yeah. I look forward to art, and I have art on Mondays, so that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the only one who actually likes Mondays. Because <laughs> you know you got art that day. Yeah. So how many years can you can you figure out how many years you've been working with Mr. Craig and on these on these visual arts projects? Well, I've been with him for like a year and a half now. Three okay. and a half. And Three and a half. Yeah. Got Craig something. Yeah, about a year and a half now. Year and a half. You, I have to tell you, you represent really well. Um, why the arts are important. You're all very well-spoken, and you also um, demonstrate a, a kindness and an empathy for other people in a way that I think is, um, arts is, the arts are one of the most important ways to learn that skill, and you all demonstrate it really, uh, really beautifully. I'm impressed by the three of you. We don't judge people, like, if, if it's your art is like kind of bad we don't judge you we just make you better yeah 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 i feel like art like kind of helps you with other skills like not even just like like not even just like art 
things, a lot of other things, like, um, in class, I, like, in math, say, you could help draw pictures to help you, I guess, you could... In spatial relationships, yeah, I think is what that's called. The official term is, like, or understanding shapes in space. If Craig ever has, like, a guest, um, like, one time my dad came in and talked to him because he, my dad has a friend who was an artist, and he, he stopped because he didn't know, like, um, a lot about business and stuff. So my, Craig told my dad, oh, yeah, you got to tell him, like, you need to take business classes for art. That's been a new thing that I've really been pushing because I see the significance of being able to promote yourself as an artist. So I try to talk to these kids about that right away and um, let them realize that, you know, what they can do is start being little entrepreneurs. Yeah. Things like that. That's, I would say that all of the arts that has changed, even when I was very first starting out as an actress um you know everyone was attempting to get an agent like that that was sort of your connection to the world but now actors they have they can essentially manage and sell themselves you know through social media and through websites and all of that kind of thing so i think the the internet and social media has completely changed the game for artists there's a way to talk directly to the people who might be interested in the work that you do. Yeah, the artist that I was talking about for the art project that we did, she actually sells her art on eBay. Yeah. So she she doesn't sell it, like, personally. She ships it on eBay. And when I was in third grade, we did a business thing. We were learning about the economy. And we had to sell something. We had fake money, and we had to earn it. Um, through doing good things, and at the end of the year, we had a business sale, and I sold um paintings, and I had probably maybe like four by four inches little canvases, and I painted little pictures, and I sold them, and ended up getting a hundred more over a hundred dollars worth with that fake money. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, you can pay me back the hundred dollars you owe me. So, uh, Craig, I want to turn to you for just a second and, and give a little more context. You kind of jumped into it right at the beginning, but um, these particular young artists are products of the Youth Arts Initiative, Absolutely. which, um, which it, it, now I understand they're rolling out nationally. But Green Bay was one of the very first pilot programs yeah, we for this. We were part of Wave 1, and um, Green Bay, Milwaukee, and St. Cloud, Minnesota were chosen because they wanted to see if they could make it work in, in the Midwest. They are figuring that anywhere on either coast would, would be able to do it without a problem. So now they're actually into Wave 2 of the Youth Arts Initiative, which is slightly less wonderfully funded, unfortunately, but it's a little bit more realistic, too, because uh, we were just supposed to see if it was a good thing or not, and we definitely proved that. And now Wave 2 wants to see how things can be kept going. So now we're working on sustainability, and we're working on that in Green Bay as well. So yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so that's something that folks should know, is that this program um, needs to be supported. <laughs> well, absolutely. And I think anyone who sees the products that we can create, um, with the Youth Arts Initiative here in Green Bay, we've had um, four different artists at one point 
where there was a filmmaker with which Alex Zacharias, and he is phenomenal. Um, we had uh, different musical teachers that have come in. We've had a dance instructor, and then myself as a visual art instructor. So we were all practicing professional artists in our own respect, um, and we've really proven that this is a, a successful formula. So we're actually looking too for artists who are out in the community who want to uh, share their skills with some of our youth because I can, myself and Alex, have the power to hire some artists to come in and um, teach a day-long workshop or a six-week program if they're interested. So we'd like to get that word out as well. Excellent, yeah. And that's, I think that there's a lot of energy right now in Green Bay connecting the arts and culture community. And I think that um, the, the youngest artists of our community, that being Josiah Tallis and Antigan as examples of that young arts community, um, it's important that, they're, that they are uh, folded into that community as well because your voices are important. Um, is there anything that you want to share with our listeners in parting about um, uh, about animal tales? Uh, well, first of all, where can they where can people get animal tales? We will probably have a signing at a couple of different places throughout the course of the next year. Uh, we love Powers Comics. We we will have a signing there for sure, where the kids will get a chance to get together. Have either any of you guys been at signings before? No. I went to Josiah the East Side Boys and Girls Club. And we okay, so you guys got a chance to do a signing yeah. over there. I didn't. Um, um, I, didn't. I went to, well, first of all, Boys and Girls Club, obviously. Um, who else was it? I think I went to. Did you go to the Barnes & Noble? I think I did, yeah. Okay, so we're going to have a signing there soon, too. I'm and actually, um, we're working on potentially having our comic for sale there. So ah. that would be really cool. And I think Powers Comics will have a couple copies there, too. So it, it'll be something that we can we can um, have available. Yeah. We're also, I'm working on um, getting a chance to go into their schools and give their comics out to their classmates. Oh, wow. I think that's going to be a really great way to celebrate what they've accomplished. Absolutely. Yes. If, how are you guys going to feel when your peers get your comic and well, you're standing in front it's gonna glowing. be so weird. Already, <laughs> already, every kid in my class is like, "When is Craig coming? When is Craig coming?" Because I told them like, in a couple, maybe in a couple weeks, maybe in a couple days, Craig might be coming, and he's gonna give you guys some, show you guys about the comic, and come in. And there, like, there's two kids in my class who are like, they can't wait. They can't Excellent. wait. Like, they're so excited. That's the greatest part after you put... I, 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 um, the piece itself is so professional. It's just really... Um, it, Tegan actually helped with that cover, too. Yeah, I made the design for the um, cover. There, it's printed beautifully. The quality of the paper is beautiful. The color saturation is beautiful. It's just really high quality. And, I, and that's so nice to have the feeling as an artist that you didn't just sort of draw the thing and it got put on the refrigerator, right? You drew, you really poured some energy into this and it shows, and then you get this very high quality piece. So I hope as many people as possible get to That's see it. That's exactly what I said. It doesn't just go on the refrigerator. It's a, better, it's a more... Um, advanced piece of art yeah. that not many kids get to do. Craig always says that. What was the number of how many kids got to make a comic book? I think, I think 70 kids helped make Animal Tales. 
and if we look at the calendar pictures that maybe maybe we could add another 20 to that but just giving them that opportunity at that age to be a, a published author now all of a sudden it's like what can I do next yeah so I just love to that really feeling of accomplishment very cool well I want to thank you all for being here I really appreciate it it's been a pleasure chatting with you and we'll put links in, on the description of the podcast so people can find you and uh, they're going to be at Barnes Noble they're going to be at Power Comics keep your eyes open this is uh, the future of of graphic arts here in Green Bay Josiah, Tallison, and Tegan you heard it here first and Mr. Craig. And Mr. Craig. <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So there you have it. That's my conversation with our young artists, Tegan, Towson, and Josiah, and of course, Mr. Craig. Uh, and keep an eye out for their forthcoming graphic novel, Drawing from Our Lives. And I understand that there's an accompanying video project with that as well. If you don't follow the Boys and Girls Club um, on social media, you should. It's just amazing to keep up with everything they have going on over there. Uh, and especially, from my perspective, the very exciting work that's coming out of the Youth Arts Initiative. Bird in the Wings is a production of Phoenix Studios at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. Phoenix Studios' executive producer is Ryan Martin, and the production manager is Kate Farley. Our audio production coordinator is Bill Salick. Today's editor is Yanzer Lim. Thank you, Yanzer. Our graphic designer is Kimberly Vlias. Our music was created by Noah Simon. Special thanks to the young artists from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Green Bay and their teaching artist, Mr. Craig. If you haven't already, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can also head over to our website at uwgb.edu slash podcasts, plural, to check out past episodes of this and all of our shows. I'm your host, Kelly Strickland, thanks for listening.